Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Boy, you have foolsy, bloatsy, sweetsy, brownsy, poop madness! <laughs> Expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers. This is the way. All the way down the Butch Hartman uh, rabbit hole, we got to get recording. Um, <laughs> it's Professor. He's it's Professor Crocker fighting Thanos with a gun that shoots Fs. Oh my God! It's an F. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I I am gonna have to watch that, but I'm oh, uh, well, I'll tell you. This is two broke geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Yeah, I was gonna watch some Fairly Odd Parents after we were talking about it, but I've actually been doing the main geeky thing I did this week is something I thought I wasn't gonna do, but then I got <laughs> in a discussion with a friend of ours. Not like an argument, just like a reasonable discussion. And I was like, you know what? I sound the sidelines reading this whole argument and be like, oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, you did. Um, uh, last week, we didn't talk about it, but last week uh, it was announced that an actor had been cast to play Tim Drake on uh, Titans. Which... I did not like the first season of Titans. I watched the whole thing and I said, oh, good. Uh, a, a live action Tim Drake. We've never had that before. Too bad he's going to be on such a terrible, shitty show. <laughs> and our buddy Dave was like, did you watch the second season? I was like, no, I watched the first season and I hated it. Why would I devote more? Why would I give a, another chance after I sat through an entire first season and then Dave did something I literally could not argue with. He said a very true statement, which is, well, you watched the whole first season of Star Trek The Next Generation and kept going. Oh. And I went, you know what? He's right. <laughs> because famously, and even people who like even people like me, other Star Trek fans will tell you. The first season of The Next Generation is not good. <laughs> it's really hard to sit through. In fact, I sat through the first season again last year. I watched the entire thing because I did the whole Next Generation rewatch. And it's not. It's not good. But I love Star Trek The Next Generation because it gets better. So I said to Dave, you know what? That's fair. I'll watch the second season. And he goes, no, you you don't have to. I said, no, you, you're right. <laughs> but if I watch the second season, I hate it. Then I can say I hate it. And I don't like it. Um, uh, I'm only, let me check, five episodes in. It's not 
as terrible as the first season, um, but it's still not my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> um, I, I still don't necessarily think having grim, dark, sweary, drink beer titans is the way to go. Um, but they did just introduce Connor Kent in the last episode I just watched. He escaped from Cadmus, and he was delightful. I yeah. liked their version of Connor, uh, Superboy. Uh, yes, six episodes I have watched. So, and, um, their version of Deathstroke is pretty good, and it's more comic booky and lighthearted and less grim dark than the first season but i still am like eh, so i'm probably still not gonna watch the third season i don't like i haven't watched any of it like at all like just mm-hmm. i i was kind of thrown off by the trailers i was just not mm-hmm. super fuck into you yeah, fuck batman like, I was just like, no, I'm good. I don't know if we'll ever get around to actually watching it. I mean, don't waste your time. I, the only reason <laughs> I'm... Don't waste your time. <laughs> I mean, look, my general... As a general rule, Dave isn't necessarily wrong. Like, first seasons of TV shows can be bad, and then the show can get better. In fact, there's other ones like... I couldn't get through the first season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer's fans tell me, yeah, the first season was bad, and then it gets better. As a general rule in life, if one season is not good enough for me to keep going, there's too many other things to watch. Yeah. But in this case, I was like, okay, I am at least going to watch this second season. (laughs) Speaking of seasons, just because I just I just remember this uh, from a tweet I saw earlier, there on May twenty fifth of this year, they're putting out the entire fifteen season run of Supernatural in a box set, and it is a hefty motherfucker. The problem is, I have the first. Oh shit, my box set is all the way on. You the have other like side you have the, the same one I have, which is like the up to season eight in a hefty box, and then it's like season. From I believe, that. yes, I believe it's season. Yeah, I think it's up to season. Holy eight, so. shit! And as of right it's now, a, a lot of money. It's okay. So fans who purchase the complete series will also receive a sixty-eight page collectible book filled with new images. Set designs and a letters from the Supernatural family, including Eric Kripke and Robert Singer. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, complete set on DVD. If you buy on DVD, $300, $330. dollars for the Blu-ray. I mean, that's a lot, but for fifteen seasons, it's not awful. That that's a um, series I need to jump back into i i have seen every season i have to finish the final season i have seen part of season 15 i need to finish it i'm still back on season 10 or 11 i think 
there are some pretty rough of course when a show is 15 seasons long it's gonna have some rough patches it's gonna have some there are i want to say the season where we find out chuck is god that's where it kind of goes downhill a little bit from there from if i remember uh, the season with Amira the Darkness, that season's pretty rough. I didn't like that one very much. But season 14 is really good and ended on one of the best friggin' things I've ever seen where... Um, well, you haven't seen it. I don't want to tell yeah, you. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. I'm not, I'm oh, not, okay. I'm not totally... It ends on season 14 ends with it turns out God is the bad guy. Okay. And has been all along. And I fucking loved it because all it was in so season 15 the entire thing is Chuck being the bad guy because basically Sam and Dean find out that all Chuck has ever done pretty much since the beginning of creation is to create new universes because he thinks Sam and Dean are the greatest characters he's ever come up with. But then he loves to torture them. And in this universe, he has decided that he's not going to rest until Sam and Dean kill each other. Damn. And it's like, because he thinks that would be the best ending to their story he's ever written. Because they portray Chuck as a writer. He writes the universe. And it's like, that is one of the better things I've ever seen. Where it turns out God has been the bad guy all along. (laughs) I was like, that's amazing. That's actually pretty awesome. I love that so much. Yeah, I need to do some... (laughs) You would think during a quarantine pandemic kind of situation, I'd sit down and finish it. Uh, but no, nah, haven't, haven't, I've, the only things I've watched, just do whatever yeah. makes you feel good. Yeah. Well, you know, I've every... watched a little bit more of Batman, the animated series. I am now yes. at, I still haven't finished season one, but I'm at like the first real episode with Ra's al Ghul. Nice. Uh, uh head of the demon. Yeah. Right? He- head that of the episode's demon. called. Yep. Cause uh, that's what Ra's al Ghul means. Head yeah. of the demon and, or the demon's head. And I've read some more, well, we'll get into the comics in a bit. I've also watched as you saw already, I rewatched. And only watch because the other offshoot films all suck. The Conjuring films. Mm. Gave myself geared up for Conjuring 3 later this year. Nice. Um, but in comics, I haven't read too much except for I reread all of Deceased and I need to get into like Deceased the Unkillables and read some more of Marvel's Empire story. I haven't nice. even picked up my issues of. Um, king and black that i'm behind on <laughs> i read a little co- a little bit of comics i thought i was gonna read more and then i didn't end up i got busy doing other things um i am going down a rabbit hole i've never been down before and i'm gonna be reading some superman comics and i thought when i this all started and you know this i told you this story but i gotta tell everybody i thought thought I was going to be reading a miniseries uh, because uh, <laughs> I loved uh, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, his whole thing with Ultimate Spider-Man. And then he hopped um, from Marvel over to DC and he was going to be writing Superman. And I thought, oh, great. I love Brian Michael Bendis. Um, 
I'll read this miniseries he did called Man of Steel. And I was so goddamn confused. It's not a self-contained miniseries at all. It picks up... Um, it's, it's the intro to, cause then eventually Brian Michael Bendis went on and he did a whole run of Superman that followed. Yeah. So this miniseries was, he was establishing a new villain and the new villain, basically it turns out, um, spoiler alert for anybody listening that might want to read it, it, um, skip ahead a few seconds, but this, it turns out this new villain is responsible for the destruction of Krypton. It was not a natural disaster that destroyed Krypton. It was this guy, and it's a whole uh, yeah, new Yeah, I, I, I forget his name, but I know who you're I, talking about. Yes, and he um, basically thinks that all the... He thinks that Krypton, uh, because of the way they were mining resources from other planets and everything like that he felt that krypton was like a disease on the galaxy and they had to be destroyed and then he somehow finds that he through a kind of a weird thing he finds out that there is one last kryptonian alive there's more but he doesn't know that but he finds out about superman and comes to Earth to hunt down Superman because he wants to destroy all the Kryptonians. And then, of course, uh, Kara is here, Supergirl, and the bottle city of Kandor, which he destroys. Um, so it, it got me real hooked. But also, there's a shit ton going on in this story because it's based on a newer version of Superman I don't understand what is going on at all. There's uh, Clark and Lois are separated, but not for a bad. You think at the beginning of the miniseries that something bad has happened and that they separate. But by the end of the miniseries, it turns out that they're not like separated in that way. They're separated on Earth because Lois went into space with their son and Jor-El because somehow Jor-El is alive. And I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, how in the <laughs> hell is Jor-El alive what is going on here now I need to go back and read several years because I think how if you, is Jor-El here I think if you start with the rebirth stuff you should be alright right I think so but then also I think rebirth is didn't they join new 52 Superman with pre new 52 Superman and that's how we get to the I think I, so I'm like, God damn, but I've never read any Superman comics before, and now I'm going to be reading Superman. Yeah, so. the next thing I think I'm going to read is there's a bunch of DC side stuff mm. while I'm waiting for the rest of the DC stuff to come out, as well as waiting for Dark Metal, or mm. Death Metal decided to like finish up on yep. and, and actually go on the actual app. But man, there's been so much hate being thrown today. Uh, from the, all the future state titles, I haven't looked. I've been. I had a very busy day at it's work. Like um, literally, like all I'm seeing is everyone talking about the newer, especially the stuff that's been out. It's like they're literally interesting stories, but because the majority of them are two to three issues long, they make they it makes no sense, and it just kind of loses mm. everybody. And the fact that they are 
there's one comic that is nine dollars. It's just mm-hmm. like insane. They're way expensive. Yeah, yeah, like so far the only ones I've heard. Po- I, actually, I don't even think I've heard positive reviews on any of them except maybe the Titans. Hmm. I've heard. Uh, of course, I only paid attention for like the first. I heard like the first issue or two of. Uh, um, Dark Detective. Dark Detective was. I only really read the good. first one, and. It confused the hell out of me. Yeah, I I also heard there's that going on because the next Batman takes place after Bruce Wayne is supposedly dead, but Bruce Wayne is actually alive, and that's what Dark Detective is. Yeah, I don't know. It's so, I'm not paying attention. It makes it's no sense. Well, that's the thing. Like the I read the first crew, the first run of the the first ones that came out, and like I told you. The only one I kind of liked out of the whole thing was Swamp Thing because it was kind of a self-contained story of the world's been abandoned. Swamp Thing is looking for other humans, but there's other all these other like Swamp Thing monsters running around, mm-hmm. and it's pretty self-contained where you can. And it's kind of easier to follow, whereas everything else is just kind of in this weird flux where you feel like you're thrown into the middle of of like a random story. And you're just, like, trying to catch up. Like, especially the Batman ones. And, like, I, I told you, I told everyone, like, last week I kind of sped through, like, the Suicide Squad one. Where there's, like, a Suicide Squad, but also, like, a Justice and, Cor- like, another crew yeah. that are just... And it just makes no sense. Yeah, and to their credit... Uh, Warner, uh, DC has sort of embraced this idea of it's an uh, they call it an omniverse now yeah. where it all happens it all counts and so future state has been billed as a look at one possible future of the DC universe that way it also doesn't negate the fact like they have their story the next batman but they also have uh batman beyond which has been around for years and it's like well we're not negating batman beyond by saying that's not the future of bruce wayne uh training terry mcginnis we're saying maybe also in some other timeline this happens and it also it's it's odd but also really frees up their storytelling if they're worrying less about canon and what quote-unquote counts versus what doesn't it also is nice because i had a discussion on twitter with somebody this week about um kids sidekicks because on titans bruce wayne is 60 Fucking years old, and he's <laughs> still bad. He's so yeah. old. Yeah, we were. I, yeah, I was texting with you about it, like making like the little memes and stuff. Yes. Like old man, because he's played by the guy that was in love with Daenerys and got the stone skin disease on Game of Thrones. Yeah, Ian something or other. And he's like balding, and it's like I'm supposed to believe that guy is Batman. <laughs> but then I stopped and think it. But then I stopped. And I'm like, well. This is about an older version of Dick Grayson. Dick is over 30 in this show. Dick is maybe our age, like 32, 33. And 
Jason Todd is very clearly 14 or 15, maybe. He's not young. He's not like a boy. Yeah. And then all the other Titans are also in their 30s. And it's like, so yeah, I guess it would make sense that like if Dick Grayson was 30-something years old, Batman would be 60. But you never think about it in the comics when Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing and Batman stays 32 years old, even though Dick Grayson is in his 20s. Yeah, every, everyone else seems to grow around Bruce. <laughs> it's Well, not just around Bruce, around... Uh, Wally West grew yeah. up, and Barry Allen stayed the same age. Well, of course, Barry Allen died and came back. Many, so Wally like at least three times. With, <laughs> yes, so Wally at least grew up while Barry was dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, the other one, uh, no, Oliver died too. I was going to say because uh, Roy Harper grew up from being speedy, but uh, I think that happened when Oliver Queen died. Yeah. Bruce Wayne may be the only one who has people age around him without dying. <laughs> Unless it's Batman Beyond. <laughs> Unless it's Batman Beyond and then Bruce gets old. Yeah, which has, I don't know if you ever knew, but there's like a great dirty joke in Batman Beyond. Uh, no. it's uh, Amanda Waller is visited by what's his name who plays the new the new Troy or Trent whoever the new kid the beca- oh the, Terry Terry I never really watched a lot of Batman Beyond it's but, yeah, not great yeah so Terry visits Amanda Waller for like info on Batman and like stuff like that and oh is it when uh is it when Terry finds out that Bruce is really his father something like that. And the, but it's like one of those things where like he needs like some sort of he goes to Amanda Waller because like well if, if anyone has any info on Batman she mm-hmm. will and it's like old old Amanda Waller they're like sitting in a room and talk she's like talking about like this one case and stuff and the joke was made it's like and it was never too hard to find Batman he left his DNA everywhere and there's just this pause and she goes not like that. <laughs> Oh jeez! <laughs> I missed. I have. I have only seen that show all the way through once, and that was enough for me. Yeah. Um. Well, Justice League and Batman Beyond, I think, are now on HBO Max. Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, which is the uh, sequel series, which it's I kind of like how the new Batman. It, what's that? Which means I gotta start watching those now while watching Batman. Yes, uh, Justice is either Justice League or Justice League Unlimited has one of the oh, or did this happen on Batman Beyond? I think it happened in Justice League. Might have happened. Has one of the best episodes where there's like this little psychic girl who's like dying, and Batman yeah, I know, can... I know the one you're talking about where she uh, she like builds a maze, and Batman's the only one that can go in there. And yes, and he get and all she wants is she's just, she's dying, and she's just like, can you sit with me? Yes. Yeah. On the Fuck, sw- that's a good yeah. episode. Oh, God, yeah, they're on the swings. Yes! Oh. Oh, that's a good episode. <laughs> um, yep. Speaking of which, since we're just talking about it, because it was just announced today, uh, mm. there's that photo, the photos for Zach, some more Zack Snyder Justice League uh, news, where they've showed Jared Leto's Joker, which I'm it's, just like, whatever. It's weird. Uh... Like I said to you before we record, it's a net zero for me. Like, they took off the... 
I still feel like Jared Leto could have ended up being a really good-looking Joker without the face tattoos, or the body tattoos, for that matter. Yeah. So, Zack Snyder loses the face tattoos, but then he's got wicked long hair, and his face is all smeared up and messy, and it's like, that's not what I wanted either. It's, and <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm... I said, like I told, just told you, like I, I found, I found, I just went on Twitter and muted all Justice League Zack Snyder just because I can't handle it anymore. It's like one of the few things you open up on a daily basis and there's more and more stuff. And mm-hmm. most of it is just jargon and weird. T- people say it's not, but it is toxic fan base uh, of just. Of, of it, and it's just super annoying. It's almost over. It comes out on the 18th. I'm telling you right now, it's never. March. It's never over. I'm telling you right now, when this movie comes out, if it doesn't quote unquote uh, meet expectations, or even if it does meet expectations, people are still going to find reasons to either complain or hype it. It's never going to end. Th- Maybe. I think after this finally comes out, I think, um, well, because the Batman does come out next year. The Suicide Squad comes out this year. Uh, I know, not that I care all that much personally, but Shazam 2 is being worked on. Um... Eh, we'll see. Yeah, it's. I'll watch it. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna watch it because I, I will. Decided, but I, I probably will. I probably will just because I'm curious of all the minor cut, the minor uh, changes, quote unquote, it made. Even though they basically remade the oh, entire film. Oh, it's not minor. It's a lot. Oh, they. they yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. the re. Yeah, it's but it's just so funny. It's like I was like, no, it's just a couple reshoots we have to do that never really made it. And it's like, no, you just made an entire new movie. Because <laughs> I know that. Um... Like, he wasn't... Joker wasn't in his original uh, plan for the movie. He put him in afterward because he had this idea where he's like, well, if I'm going back to, like, this nightmare sequence, what does Joker look like at the end of the world? Like, if there's no more chaos, if the ultimate chaos has happened, what does the Joker do when there's no more... Which is not a bad idea, actually, for the character. Like, if we're looking at the fact that Darkseid has come and destroyed the world and basically remit there, what? God damn it! I've almost come all the way around now to the point where that's probably the only reason I really want to see this movie now. Because what does the Joker do at the end of the world when there's no one left to torture? Easy. He just laughs. Maybe he's just bored and laughs. I think he actually like that. I, well, it's kind of like that in the last night on Earth, mm-hmm. uh, where he literally becomes Robin. Yeah, good point. Well, because he gets his head carried around in a jar, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I haven't read Last Night on Earth yet. It's, I still have to. It's three issues long, and it's 
great. It's basically like DC's. My, it's my thing is like it's kind of a lot like Old Man Logan in a way. Yeah. Well, the other thing was people got all upset. They're like, "Oh God, Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to be rated R," and I'm like, you know what? Uh, number one, it's streaming, so ratings don't really matter on streaming. Number two, um, Batman's going to say the fuck word. <laughs> Yeah, but also, I sort of, like, if it had been a theatrical release, like, if the if, if Zack Snyder had made his version of Justice League and they had been in the theaters, I think R would have been a not a good thing for the first Justice League movie. But because it's not the first Justice League movie anymore, and there is a theatrical cut, I'm like, okay, like... Whatever. Logan was rated R, yeah. like... It's not for Logan. I think it worked better. I think that character. I think Wolverine is more suited to well, not saying only, fuck. Well, not only but, that, but Marvel has like uh, Marvel has kind of set the groundwork because there was like series of comics where they were more explicit for mm-hmm. the older audience like the whole Marvel Knights and even like Marvel, Marvel Max, Max. Mm-hmm. yeah I was gonna say Punisher Max is a wicked famous wicked adult comic yeah so like when Wolverine came when Old Man Logan happened it's mm-hmm. kind of like well that makes sense like that's totally with the Justice League it just a lot of people will turn their heads I mean I did when they first announced it was oh rated sure R. for Justice League it's weird yeah. like it's not for but because they're dealing with Darkseid, who can be... I mean, he's a, he's a world-destroying character. Like, technically, Thanos could also be an R-rated character if you take a certain look at it because he's a world-destroying I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of Thanos, I'm going to move on to Marvel because... Before we talk about WandaVision, we're going to talk about the fact that yesterday was the Super... Or two days ago was the Super Bowl, and we got to see yes! the first yes! trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh my god, I'm so happy for it. <laughs> Did you see the trailer? How good Baron Zemo looks? Baron Zemo looks fantastic. I love the fact that the whole... The, I feel like the whole season is just Falcon and Winter Soldier just butting heads those two playing that rivalry that weird friendship that they have they are so good at that and they're in the interrogation rooms like what is this are you guys having a staring contest (laughs) (laughs) they're so good at it they make me laugh so hard even the simplest thing like when they're in the airplane and Bucky's like do we have a plan? And Sam just jumps out yeah. of the airplane, and Bucky's like, "Oh, okay, great." <laughs> <laughs> or, or when they're really running, where they're uh, fighting on the the big trucks, and and he fall, and Bucky falls and is holding on for dear life, and Falcon flies by, is like, "That girl kicked your ass!" It's just him screaming. <laughs> it's I'm I'm super stoked. Um, and I mentioned to you, like, I know Batrick the Leaper is back, mm-hmm. and it's the same mm-hmm. guy. Like an yep. MMA fighter, I think. Yep. Um, and then uh, Emily Van Camp's back as thir- Agent Thirteen. Agent she th- was in the, she's in the trailer. Yeah, and I'm like, yes. and she looks like she's hunting Bucky and Sam. Yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna be the few. Okay, so mm-hmm. this is this is what uh, my assumption of what it is. The my assumption of this show is 
they're still technically because affiliated with Captain America, and he's still Captain America, still considered like enemy of the state kind of deal. Well, inter- here's the interesting thing. Um, after, well, this is actually something we found out in this week's WandaVision because I had questions whether or not after the uh, events of Infinity War and Endgame whether the Sokovia Accords still existed. And we found out in WandaVision that, yes, the Sokovia Accords still exist. So I think you're right. They could still be technically violating the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, because we we all know that U.S. agent is in this. Mm-hmm. And we saw his back. His back as the Captain America suit because they needed, uh, I'm assuming, either, because we'll talk about it well, a little I'm, bit, I'm, either Sword or somebody is putting together a new Captain America was, as a symbol. I was going to say the same thing. I'm guessing the United States government does not uh, recognize Sam Wilson's captain america ship or maybe sam doesn't recognize his own because we know he even though he took the shield he's still he's very resentful of the shield in a couple of those like yeah he doesn't really maybe feel like so i think yes i think u.s agent is in this series going to be trotted out as the new captain america but he's going to be secretly the bad guy Mm -hmm. um because as we saw in the trailer there's a bunch of people of like black masks with like handprints on them mm-hmm. um and i made and i told you about this but that's that's a group and they gave them a they have go by different names but it's usually it's a group that's like a bunch against um de- democracy or diplomacy something like something political and mm-hmm. it's a group that's usually run by a guy named flag smasher who's basically a over who's like a he's like bane but if bane was like a uh, was like a soldier that was uh that that was um what's the why am I blanking on the term like a uh like, like a mercenary like a mer- like a mercenary who was like kicked out kind of deal okay but I think what's gonna happen is is Baron Zemo is gonna be wandering around but I think Zemo is gonna be part of U.S. agent as well well. It- was it because Zemo had a a voiceover yeah. about how he doesn't think superheroes should exist? Like he, so that might be his still, group. still, which is I find super interesting. Uh, because you would think after, unless Zemo was uh, dusted in Infinity War, uh. You would think maybe his view on superheroes would have changed after they literally brought back half the world's population and defeated Thanos, but... uh, But he might be still things like, no, because if we didn't have people like this, we wouldn't be in this kind of situation, Mm -hmm. and then my family would still be alive. And that's also possible. Ah, yeah. I can't wait. I'm excited for this show. Uh, It's been my number one since they announced all these shows and actually at the time i was curious about wandavision but i didn't expect to love it as much as i do but yes uh falcon and the winter soldier give it to yeah. and it's soon it's like the 19th of it's like the 19th of march I think, yeah we the, we have yeah. a little over we have like about mm. 
about two months. We're still like a we're still like a little over a month away. Yeah, it's a little over a month. It's a uh, forty. 40 or 41 yeah. days or something like that. There's another trailer that was... Or no, 30... Yeah, yeah 30, 40 yeah. days. There's another I trailer why. I saw um, that... Was it old? Yeah. I'm actually kind of... I mean, it's M. Night Shyamalan, and mm-hmm. I I liked I liked Glass, and I liked Split and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but, but he had that whole train wreck of a bunch of films in the sure. middle. Um, but I saw the trailer for Old, where it looks like just people are just rapidly aging on an island mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what i can dig this <laughs> i watched that trailer too it does look interesting has, um, has the kid from a uh, hereditary mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm 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 that's all i really have to say about it because it's an M. Yeah. M. Shyamalan film but that was the other trailer i saw that i'm just like oh that's kind of cool i'll i'd be down with that yeah it did look kind of interesting but like you said it's m night Shyamalan, so it's hard to tell um Side note, if everybody could please stop making fun of M. Night Shyamalan's name, that would be great. Yeah. Like, you're, it's got weird – every time somebody makes fun of M. Night Shyamalan's name, it's like, that's weirdly racist. So can we not do that, please? Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Anywho um, – trying to think of anything else from this week before we I don't think there is anything no it's that's kind of the big that, that was kind of like all the kind of news I'm trying to think if there's anything else I mean the only other thing uh, you might hear my nephew in the background now uh, uh, but uh, the uh, what is it um, oh on Friday, besides WandaVision, uh, mm. Willy's Wonderland comes out. So I'm probably going to This Friday? Watch. Yeah, it's this oh. Friday. Yeah, it's uh, VOD? Yep. Might have to rent that. I'm pro- I'm going to rent that. That's probably going to well, be like I'm, before my shift on Saturday. I'm going to have to base it on money. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty poor right now. I do want Aren't to see it, all? but it might have to wait. A w- it's probably going to have to wait a week. Um, damn. Because I do really want to see that. But anyway, WandaVision. <laughs> oh boy, WandaVision. This w- I wanted ah! to watch it a second time before, and I didn't get a fucking chance. So I've forgotten a lot of things, but we'll do our best. Basically, this there's... This episode is two is is two parts because mm-hmm. we have what's happening on the outside yes. as well as which is main. What's well, going? It's gonna go. I think from now on, it's gonna go back and forth between. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the outside stuff first because that stuff is interesting, but not as interesting as. Sure. Except for the one part where, but basically, like. We find out that well, Monica finds out that anything mm-hmm. that goes in the field into Westview gets rearranged. Gets rearranged because she realized um, that her pants, or her her costume, somehow absorbed and changed the well, it, from it a was bulletproof made out vest. of her. Yeah, it was made out of her bulletproof vest, and that it, uh, that's when they figured out. Um, well, also. 
Monica, she got a full scan uh, when she came out. And the interesting thing I thought there, because we've been talking about Monica getting powers, is that all of her scans showed up like blank and everything. Yeah. Her cat scan was blank. Her blood tests, I think, came back inconclusive, uh, stuff like that. So every test that got run on her came back kind of wonky but she did the stereotypical tough cop soldier i don't have time for this i gotta go back to my job thing um so that i thought was interesting and then yeah then they figured out also that like anything going in got changed to match the era that was in the bubble which is why the drone got turned into a toy helicopter and and then we find out that apparently nine days before this whole thing started, mm-hmm. uh, Wanda broke into a sword. Uh, well, she broke into sword headquarters. Yeah, sword headquarters where they were holding Vision's body, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm like, which I told you, I was like, oh, wait, did, mm-hmm. is she puppeteering a dead Vision? <laughs> Maybe. I've got a lot of theories about that. Yeah. Um... But yeah, this is like we find out where like Wanda broke the Sokovia Accords by breaking in the sword, stealing Vision mm-hmm. against and re- somehow either reanimating him or something against his will. Well, well, against this what is where, he said is in his will. This is where a few of my theories start to come in because I do not trust this Tyler Hayward guy who is the director of Sword. Yeah, I agree because. Number one, Tyler Hayward is supposedly the director of S.W.O.R.D. where this video came from. But right before he shows it to everybody, he goes, I just got authorized to show you this video. Authorized from who? You're the director. So, and, but then he also goes on to say, um... All the bad things that have had that you know, he's like, Well, you know, mother and father, they were killed in Sokovia, they became radicalized, yada yada yada. And Jimmy Woo goes, Well, that's sort of an oversimplified version of her life. Yeah. Like, she also helped the Avengers. I think Tyler Hayward wants her dead because also, you got to remember, Tyler Hayward, in when Monica came back, said something about we don't. We only observe, you know, sword is sentient weapons, observation and response division. They don't create weapons, except why did they, they have, have vision? vision? Yeah, they have vision strapped to like a lab tech. Like it's like one of those like Frankenstein kind of things. Where it's so, just, yeah, I think and I'm not sure who told her, but I think Wanda knew that vision did not want to be used as a weapon. And I think Hayward planned on using Vision as a weapon and somehow Wanda found out. And so even though he plays it to everyone in the room, like she lost her shit and because she was so upset and she just broke in and stole Vision, I think that was a cover so they could send that drone in and he could try to kill her. Well, and it's even stated, uh, like a, a nice little touch was like, Wu and uh, Wu and Darcy are having a side conversation 
about mm-hmm. about him and Darcy's just like I just think he's a complete and before she can say dick it goes to Hayward being like terrorist yes. and I'm like terror yeah yeah they're they were trying to mm-hmm. weaponize vision <laughs> so yes and I do think she's parading his corpse around the thing is I don't think it's totally his corpse I think sword probably had him most of the way revived before Wanda took him and she because later on vision says something about you know i can't remember my life i can't remember i can't remember anything i can't remember my life before westview and that's probably because they hadn't finished rebooting him or they didn't want him to remember because they wanted to turn him into a weapon yeah and then like they send in the helicopter drone to try to blow blow her up because they use 80s tech yeah. so that it doesn't have to turn into something else. And it's yeah, the, they try. Yeah, and then Wanda just walks out of the field and is like, mm-hmm. um, screw you. I have everything I need. This is your last warning. Yep. And and then, like. You notice her accent was back. She was so mad yeah. her accent was back. I'm like, oh, you pissed her off. She's got her bad <laughs> accent back. <laughs> but yeah, and then she, like, amplifies her force field as she go in, which. Mm-hmm. Is my one of my theories, mm-hmm. um, for after we talk about the rest of it because I uh yeah because but like but inside the whole thing it's now like the eighties where it's like Full House, mm-hmm. um family t- um, family matters kind of family style. ties yeah family yeah. ties like and the twins are just rapidly aging. <laughs> Well, they, yeah, they, first they're babies, and Wanda's, like, trying to get them, there's also some clues in here, too, I think, because you and I were talking about it uh, earlier in the week, about how Wanda still might not be the only person with power, because in the last episode, before she had the twins, she couldn't make the stork go away. Yeah. And then in this episode... She can't, even though she tries to magic the babies to stop crying, her magic won't make the babies stop crying. But then uh, Geraldine comes in, not Geraldine, um, Agnes comes in and she's like, oh, hey, I'll take the babies. And uh, Vision does the whole stereotypical new dad. Have you washed your hands? And she goes, oh, did, did, did. did you want me to go again? She looks at Wanda like Wanda's a movie director and is like, you want me to take it again? Do you want, should we, was that we all right? Top? Do you want me, was, was that not all right? Like you wanted me to take the babies, right? And Vision's <laughs> like, just like, the... Vision, Vision is like, um, what's going, like. <sighs> well, then Wanda tries to gaslight him. Yeah. Goes, what was that? And Wanda's just like, what? He's like. Oh, you... yeah, it's just a new dad kind of thing. Like, we've been, we didn't get much sleep. Like, he's like, did you not just see her? Just... She's like, oh, she can't help it if she has an overactive yeah. libido. Yeah. Because <laughs> she had just made some kind of like butt joke. <laughs> it's... He's like, so, so you really didn't. What? And so Vision is really starting to get like upset. <laughs> But then it kind of gets so as the like. Then the kids grow up. Yeah, yeah, and right in front of Agnes, who's just Mm -hmm. like kids. One minute they're one minute you just can't just can't control can't control. And I'm like, so Agnes is in on it. Obviously, I still believe. I still think she's 
Yeah, yeah Agatha I, Harkness. I still think she's Agatha Harkness and kind of comes back. But then what gets interesting was, so they the boys uh, mm-hmm. get a dog, find a dog. Yes. And they're like, and Agatha's and Agnes is there, and they're all like, well, you can't well, really it, have. Well, because Vision comes in and he's all in his human form, and Wanda's like. Why are you so formal? And he goes, yeah. well, because I thought somebody might be coming over. And Agnes yes. walks in with a doghouse. And he goes, with exactly Zach? what we needed. Yeah. Because it's not the first time she's done it. Yeah. It, it's all like, yeah. And then they have the conversation where it's like, well, you can't, like, trying to, the kids are like, we should get a dog. And it's like, we can't have the dog until you're 10. And then the and kids they, look at each other and immediately Wanda's like, don't, don't. Don't do it. And then they turn 10. <laughs> yeah, right in front of, Ag- of Agnes, as well as Wanda used her powers in front of Agnes. Right, she makes the dog collar come, and that's when, again, Vision is like, what are you doing? Like, you said you want... And she's like, oh, it's just Agnes, and she wasn't even looking, and Vision's like, that's not the point. Like, you said you wanted to be normal. So he goes to work. <sighs> Okay, and this is where we start getting to what I believe is, like, what I mentioned on Twitter not too long ago, where I'm like, this can easily turn into a horror series, and I want it to so bad. Because his his job finally gets brand new computers in the 80s, you know, and he logs on to showing his co-worker how to use email, and they get an email from outside the bubble somehow and that Darcy everyone's chant and everyone's chanting like as they're reading Cause it because they're, they're talking about the maximov event and levels of radiation so finally vision taps his fingers to that guy's head and snaps him out of it and that guy's all of his he's like oh god where's my i need to call my sister like she's really our, our mother's really i need to come oh god get her out of my head get her it out hurts. of my head it, it hurts yeah. so bad get her out of my and so Vision puts him back into it, which might be cruel. Like, did he just put that guy back in? Yeah. Well, Vision <laughs> doesn't know what's really going on. So until he can really, like. That's true. He can't have that guy, like, running around screaming that he's got to find his sister. Yeah. Um, but, but then the dog got out at some point. The dog gets out before in, uh, in the process because um, they're talking about. Eight, be, because the 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 boys are the boys want to know where their dad is. Yeah, and she's like he's at work, and they have the whole conversation about but death, but uh, but not only about people being apart but, rather. But not only that, the other thing I noticed in this was how they keep harking back is like, but it's Saturday, and they're like, no, it's Monday, and it's like, no, it was Monday this morning, like or it was Saturday this morning. Yes, yeah, Saturday- and she goes, well, sometimes you know, parents. Uh, by the way, this episode was titled A Very Special Episode, and it's got that uh, very special episode from the 80s feel. Though the music um, kicks in when they're when she's explains like some you can't just age up to go hide. Well, from that's your later. Crop. That's will, later. Oh, right? yeah. At the part we're talking about, though, she goes, you know, sometimes people uh, like moms and dads, they they need to be apart for a little bit. They're, they you know they get upset at each other. But then they get, you know, your dad will come home and, you know, family is forever. Kind of like how you and your brother get mad at each other sometimes. And they say, do you have a brother? And Wanda goes, well, actually, I do. He's very far away right now. And that makes me very sad. And that's when the drone comes. Yeah. And that's when the dog gets out. 
So that's when the drone tries to kill Wanda. That's when she brings the drone out to them and everything. Yeah, um, then they go back in and the the fucking mid the the ad the fucking mm-hmm. ad got me because I was just like because it's Lagos, mm-hmm. which is where the whole thing yep. is based around when she kills uh, Crossbones. Mm-hmm. Lagos brand paper towels for when you make a me- for when you make a mess when you don't mean to. Yeah, when she kills. Yeah, and like yeah, because it kills. Because that's when she blew up that building and killed Crossbones. Yeah, and, killed- and a couple of other people, but like also just like when they do like the um the preview, like the side by side of just the normal brand. T- uh, 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 paper mm-hmm. towel paper versus towel, the Lagos yeah. and just seeing the blood, the quote mm-hmm. juice, like mm-hmm. so I'm just like, Oh my God. And I'm like, fuck man. Yep. And it's got those same two. They might be Wanda's parents that they talked about in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still convinced that's their parents. Like, uh-huh. I was like, but yeah, then they go running after find trying to find Sparky. Yep. And Agnes has him. And he's dead. Yes. She says he ate too many of like her... Like some sort of leaf? Yeah, it's a pl- it's a flower that's... The leaves are toxic. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it is. It doesn't matter. And so the kids get really sad, and they're gonna age up again. And Wanda's like, no, no. You can't, every time you're upset, run away. You can't age up, even though Gee, that's exactly if someone would take doing. their own advice. No kidding. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. And so, but in uh, they go, no, you can do it. You can even fix the dead. You can do anything, Mom. And Agnes is like... You can you do can that. Do that. Yeah. Like I, and she's like, no, no. And I think it makes Agnes sad. I think she's because. Uh, well, so I, that's part of my theory, but I won't talk about it till we're done with this because. But then it all ties uh, in. Vision shows up, and they, you know, they they go home, and Vision buries the dog, and he comes in, and he says, "Wanda, I had a chat with Ned. this guy at work yeah. today." What's the Maximov anomaly? And she tries to shut him down because he says to her, you can't control me like you can the rest. And she goes, oh, can't I? And the credits he start starts to run. the run. credits. She's going to credit him. And he goes, no. And he nopes out of the credits. He's like, Wanda, no, you can't. What do you want to do? Go in the living room, watch TV. You got it. And it looks like they're gonna have a big fight. Yeah, well, there's like, yeah, because he's like noticing. He's like, I can't remember anything from Westview. There's no other children here. There's which n- is interesting. He goes, Why are there no other children? There's a playground out there, but I walk to work every day, and there's no children out there. Yeah. Like, what is happening? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how. Which I also believe her on that which is part of a theory i believe her to an extent to an extent um and he goes i don't and he goes i don't believe you and then the doorbell rings and she goes that wasn't me and he goes uh i don't believe you but okay and she gets up to go get it and she opens the door and she looks like all shocked and everything and you hear Vision say, Wanda, who is it? And we see the haircut. And <laughs> Vision comes to the door and he's like, Wanda, who is this? And it's Pietro. Um, 
And by the way, interestingly enough, Darcy calls it out. Yeah, she totally does. I love it. But also, there's another interesting thing in the scene with Darcy. Do you notice everybody is running out the door because they are having another one of those breach alerts where that alarm goes off and every stay- time something... Yeah. What's that about? What's going so, in or out? That's of- part of the other thing I have. But yeah, but we realize. Me too. But yeah, so we realize it's. She goes. Pietro. She recast Pietro. Because yeah, it's. Uh, it's what's his Evan name? Evan Peters yeah. from uh, Days of Future Past. And he's Uncle Jesse. <laughs> what a guy can't. Yeah. What you can't a guy hug his freaking sister? Isn't a guy allowed to hug his long lost sister? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just like oh my god. But it's such yeah. a great. Between Darcy saying it and it happening, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is great. I love mm-hmm. it. Keep it. And I don't think she consciously recast Pietro. Yeah. I think, I still think there's somebody on the outside that has as much or more power than Wanda. And I think he came through from somewhere else. <laughs> well... Because he also looks at Vision. Remember, if it was her Pietro, her Pietro met Vision. Her Pietro knows who Vision is. Yeah. This Pietro looks at Vision and says, who's the popsicle? Yeah. I don't think it's her Pietro. Well, okay. So I have... This is my now... And not just yeah. because it's not Evan Taylor or uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, by yeah. the way. <laughs> but so my working one of I have, it's like I, we're gonna be right just because we call everything under the sun. But mm. I believe when Wanda walked out and like confronted mm. Sword and everyone, and she made that amplified that barrier. Mm-hmm. That barrier actually is cracks into the multiverse. And I believe that pulled X-Men Quicksilver in, like, subconsciously. Yes, but uh, we never saw his version of Wanda. No, we never saw that. I believe, I I think he's, I think possibly it was like, because there's all the talk, because X-Men are coming. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I also wonder if he may not even be that version. Like, it could um, be a completely different version of it. Right. Yeah. Um, I also think he is what breached the barrier. Yep. I think he came in from the outside. I think that's... And she knows it's Pietro. Even though they're doing one of those Darren from Bewitched things where we're supposed to believe it's the same character. Yeah. Um, but Darcy noticed it's not. But she recognized him as Pietro. She said she called him out as Pietro. Yeah. And Darcy recognized that he's probably because of his hair. But she realized he's not the same person. So he had to have come from somewhere else. Yeah. That's why I think when she amplified the barrier that it actually kind of crossed it may have amplified and caused maybe cracks or Mm -hmm. cause a rift into the multiverse i'm also less convinced that the someone on the outside is someone that we've talked about you and i privately mephisto yeah only because there's only a few episodes left 
at this we're past the halfway point there's been five episodes there's only four episodes left unless mephisto shows up in the sixth episode but he has shown up he's the mailman no they identified the mailman. did they Yes, I, I don't. Re- did they? I don't remember because yes, they 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 pulled up his driver's license. He's one of the residents of West. Damn it! I was so convinced yeah. because of his two. Uh, there was something about him and Agnes's interaction in episode two. Yeah, and that was just like that went on a little longer than I've probably for like that kind of scene. And then his yeah. interaction with the kids, uh, when they're looking for well, the dog. I think his- I think him saying your mom won't let him get far is because Wanda doesn't let anybody get far. True. Remember the doctor also said small towns, yeah. so hard to get away. Man, I mean, it would. So then the other man, because I would, re, I, I was so convinced. I think myself. the only outside force here, not because she's a bad person or maybe even a bad character i think maybe this whole thing i think she started with good intentions and this whole thing got away from her yeah i think is agnes oh i'm totally convinced agnes is still involved in some way so i don't think she's a villain i don't necessarily think this piece has a villain anymore i thought maybe it did i think now this piece just has a series of unfortunate events and the closest maybe the director is the overall villain because of what we talked about with him trying to turn vision into a weapon but even he's not like mephisto level yeah unless because it's almost too late to bring in mephisto unless he comes in then it'd be too late you have no investment in this if he Uh, just shows up at the end unless they're gonna pull a marvel a a classic marvel where they where they introduce a character for someone Mm. else because i they could do because i believe mephisto was supposed to be one either a big bad guy in the doctor strange sequel Mm. or the bad guy well, he could be the bad guy in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. That could also be possible. So they could show him at the very end to set up Multiverse of Madness? Either way, I love how we get so heated into this because mm-hmm. it just shows how amazing a show can still be being on a weekly basis. I've been seeing so many people that are like, just put the whole thing out so I can binge it. I'm like, no, because I'm having the best time of my life. Yeah. Like just watching it like on a, I think, I think everybody, myself included, forgot how to watch TV. Yeah. I think we all, because when streaming first came out, streaming was just Netflix and it was everything all at once all the time yeah and only just recent and people remember and i think people have there still were big week-to-week shows but i think people have mostly not like the walking dead was the biggest thing in the world and that was weekly and game of thrones was the biggest thing in the world and that was weekly rick and morty yeah, but that wasn't quite the same in terms of because sitcoms have always been weekly, and Rick and Morty is sort of a sitcom, sort of not. But it's, it follows yeah. the same kind of pattern where it's like it went to Hulu, but it was like on a weekly. Like I remember people were being super excited, right, when that uh, would come around. But for the most part, everybody got used to being able to watch everything all at once yeah. and sort of forgot. So I think. 
Mandalorian and WandaVision have sort of brought back people remembering week-to-week television. <laughs> yeah, it's just so good. Like, I love mm. every aspect of this. Like, the fact that... The fact that we keep coming up with different theories on a weekly basis is just oh, yeah. so I'm great. Oh, yeah, 100% be wrong by the end of this, no matter what. Oh, because... I've already come to the conclusion I'm wrong. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm still, like, I... I like thinking about it, but I'm always going to be wrong. <laughs> like, I'm, I think. I know, I know you said that they've, they've said that they figured... I think the mailman... I'm going to stick with the mailman being Mephisto. I swear they... No, I I'm, I'm... You, could, you could probably be right, and I've just... Yeah. It was just one of those weird moments where, like, I'm, mm-hmm. like... I think it was something in the... Like, I was, like... I watched that episode, and I'm like, wow, his hair got... They let his hair go long a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I fell asleep, and then I woke up, and I was like, it's the mailman! <laughs> <laughs> the one character! The mailman. I think, uh... Uh, there was something else I was gonna. Oh, there was uh, a couple fun things in Wandavision that I have. Uh, Agnes can get like it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, just a couple real quick funny things. I thought uh, the opening credits, the baby Vision <laughs> and Vision dressed as Santa yeah. and all that was. So so funny considering so vision was never a child yeah like i uh, i remember like the baby vision picture was running around for a while i was like can we just admire this and really want like a muppet baby show where it's baby vision super super funny and um i think that was it i think um well like this yeah. like i said like this episode was like so in the realm of getting close into horror, like, mm-hmm. I was so, like, especially near the end with when Wanda tries to play it off and the credits are rolling in Vision, I'm just like, this is, could easily They go. do keep saying that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is going to be the first scary Marvel yeah. movie. Not necessarily, like, a Marvel horror movie, but sort of like an 80s... You know how back in the 80s, a lot of kids' movies had scary parts in them? Like, Monster Gremlins Squad and Gremlins. was technically a kids' movie, yeah. but not. But, it, you know, I think they keep bringing up that kind of thing with, like, scary bits in uh, Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Which, at this point, like... Which would make sense. God, I just want that movie out now at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Totally. But yeah, I can't Especially wait. since Wanda's yeah. going to be in it. Yeah. And this whole show is sort of a setting Wanda up for where she's going to be. Yeah, which is why I'm still thinking, like, if Mephisto's going to show up, he's going to mm-hmm. show up probably at the end and maybe either steal or battle. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, I don't know. The end of the series is going to be what's interesting. Because if anything, maybe Mephisto shows up after Wanda sets up the, like, uh, like, does the whole like revamping the shield and because I'm still convinced that somehow is going to tie into multiverse. I think that's going to attract one way or another, like either a crack, whether it be with this new Quicksilver popping in or Mm -hmm. Mephisto, like sensing it and then showing up being like, what do we got here? Mm -hmm. But the fact that Agnes is like surprised with the idea of Wanda like possibly being able to bring back the dead like you could do that and but not being phased by anything else 
Right. Like, and yeah, I'm like, I think Ag- she definitely is Agatha Harkness. She's either Agatha or something else. Well, because I've done some more research on Agatha, not a, ki- but she apparently was a a a mentor figure to Wanda yeah. in the comics, and so I'm wondering if we're gonna find out that maybe this is somebody that uh, Wanda um, knew already, and that we just didn't know. Uh, until now yeah like a flash like maybe a flashback from after uh end game yeah god i just want the next episode out now wow yeah me too well there's also been talk because of how much everyone's been loving woo Mm -hmm. uh now they've already decided they they are thinking about pitching like his own like X Files kind of show. Like oh, I think that's just something the internet is like. No, Give like us this. I don't... No, the I think Wu even mentions like now. I think Wu even said or someone said it's like there's talks of an of it. I, like there's it's now like at least an idea. Hmm. Oh, the internet went nuts with it, and I'm like, yeah. you know what? I if they call it Journey into Mystery and it's just Wu doing like smaller like X Files stuff. I would be down. Be fun. Yeah. Him and Darcy just going on adventures. Ah, oh, uh. my future wife, Kat Dennings. Ah, <laughs> uh. mm. <laughs> can't. Yeah, yes. just give me more. Like I said, Marvel is just killing it with these with this series, and yep. I, it just makes me True. even more excited for. Uh, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, not so much with Loki yet. <laughs> no, uh, I got to see a little bit more from the Loki. Although, boy, uh, the fact that it has stuff to do with the Time Variance Authority really also makes me interested in that. It's even curious. though I'm, even though I'm a little teeny bit Lokied out, they could bring me around with that whole Time Variance Authority storyline. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah, for, we'll have more WandaVision next week. I will definitely totally. have watched Willy's Wonderland. <sighs> Jealous. I'm going to watch that and I'm going to, I'll see what, yeah. I'll see what they want. I'll see what they want for it and see if I can. Cause I just got a notification while I was sitting here that my cell phone bill just got paid, which is, you know, boo, boo. cell phones. Cause I, I'm still paying off my cell phone so the whole friggin bill is like 135 dollars it's like oh my god gross it is gross so we'll see come friday i might have to wait till next friday when i get paid to see willie's wonderland you'll have to tell me how it is and if yeah, it's worth I'm... my time i'll probably lie either way and be like watch it watch <laughs> it damn it <laughs> all right that's fair that's fair i'll accept that <laughs> no i'll i'll be fair about it okay fine do whatever i don't care yeah. <laughs> all right that's it for this week later later 
The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.